Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Sharon Tapes is made possible by our supporters on Patreon. Tinkerbell, Solka.chan, Adrian Eastock, and Autumn Geary. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains depictions of childhood terror, loss and grief, existential dread, character deception and betrayal, violence, blood and gore, and screams. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes. Sorry, I missed our rendezvous today. That meeting with the commission board went on far longer than it should have. It's never my intention to leave new recruits hanging. No worries. Bill Tyler and I are still getting to know each other, but I'm sure I'll be able to glean what I need to from him sooner than later. <laughs> Ever the hunter. You're on your way to the site now, I hope. Yeah. In a bit. Ned, I need you to stay focused here. I will. Just need to grab a bite to eat first. Ned, this is hardly the time for joke. Let's, uh, let's go this way. I keep calling for him, but he doesn't hear me. Scout! Scout! Daddy! Oh, there he is. Looks like he didn't get that far. Stay safe, kid. You're a bad monster, but you're a good person. Daddy! Oh, there you are. God, I thought I was going to be sick. Nothing grabbed you in the shadows, right? <laughs> nope. The monsters were nice tonight. <laughs> Glad to hear it, Scout. Let's get you home.
Sam Bailey, Personal Investigation, February 7th, 2020 at 4.03 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Somewhere in Wyoming, I'm not really sure where. We're stopped for the night at a small hotel we found just off the highway in the eastern part of the state. We don't exactly have a choice but to travel by car. Anything else requires too much documentation, but in any case, we'll be in Iowa tomorrow. I don't like how quickly we left Oslo. Again. I know that we're following up our only lead and his foot was on our asses, but as much as I hate to admit it, Ned has a point. It still feels like we're abandoning Bill and Rob to their fate. At least for the time being. But I... With what we found in Oslo, I feel more anxious about entering the source, not less. I know what would have happened if I didn't find Ned the other night. He would have been lost. Everything he said about being afraid to cross the veil, and he's a thousand years old. And I'm, what, just shy of 30? I've gone in there guns blazing more than once, and it sounds like I'm lucky to still be here. Law of averages says it has to catch up with me at some point. And then there's Amanita's warning. The dark goddess that had me and my friends held hostage in a freezing tree all night not that long ago, having a panic attack down in the tunnels. And Jerry's memory loss, Isfa, and Oslo. Things have escalated in a way that I never anticipated. But I guess, how could I have? Oh, there's Ned. We're looking for 117. Whose face was that? Oh, just some guy I killed back in the 1790s. Can't remember his name, but I always liked his cheekbones. <clears throat> if it makes you feel better, he was up to worse shit than I was. Not really. 117. We're over here. Oh, good. They did actually give us two queens. Uh... Calling it first, I'm not sharing a bed with Ned. Gee, thanks. Uh, no offense. Of course. Um, I'm sorry, guys, but I'm only really comfortable sharing with Ren. We already decided. Hey, it doesn't matter to me. I don't exactly need to sleep, so... I'll just do some reading or... I don't know, stay out of your hair somehow. Uh, anyone else want to stretch their legs before the sun goes down? Yeah, not really feeling it. Fair enough. I'll be back in a few minutes. Sure, I'll go with you. What? Uh, you sure? I've been sitting in the car all day. Last thing I want is my legs to cramp up in the middle of the night. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Let's go then. Sure, yeah, let's do it. Hey, Sam, could I borrow your tape recorder for a bit? Uh, yeah, sure. Shit, it's still running. That's fine. I was going to keep it rolling anyway. Why'd you want to bring the recorder with you? I 
thought it might be a good idea to walk around with it for a bit. Things tend to come crawling out of the woodwork when the tape is on, and I really don't want anything sneaking up on us in the middle of the night. That's not a bad idea, actually. I'm flattered. Uh, want to head up that hill? Looks like there's actually some greenery up there. Why not? We're lucky it hasn't snowed recently. It's still freezing. Yeah. I might only have a short walk in me. Fine by me. You don't handle the cold very well, do you? Well, seeing as I don't have a biological way to keep myself warm. Oh, duh. Bet the view will be nice from up here, though. I saw that we're close to a national forest on the map. Maybe we can see it from here. Wouldn't that be lovely? So, so, Bill and Rob, do you think you'll really be able to save them? I, I hope so. I, I have to. I'm going to try, but I can't. <clears throat> I don't know if I can do it alone. And Bailey won't budge an inch. <laughs> No surprise there. He can be as stubborn as you are, especially when he's on a mission. So, once he gets an idea in his head... He'll follow it until he burns himself out. Or gets hurt badly enough he has no choice but to stop. That's what changed his tune the last time. Great. But I mean, uh, maybe it'll be different this time. People change, after all. Just look at you. Me? Me? I mean, first, you were working with Morrison. Then you were content to wait out the end of the world. And now, what, you're, you're willing to put your life on the line to save our friends? Why? Well, I... God, I mean... This isn't what I thought Gil would feel like. What do you mean? I didn't know Bill and Rob were already back in Oslo. You know, when Morrison changed, I ran off without a second thought. But if I'd known, it, if someone told me, I could have saved them. I promised them I'd keep them safe. I failed. There's no way you could have known. Not they no, I promised them, Kate. I promised them that they would be safe, and now they're suffering because I didn't know they needed me. I didn't... I didn't even send him into the source myself, so why? Why do I feel so guilty? Ned, I, I don't want to be too obvious, but sometimes you feel bad for things that aren't directly your fault, especially when someone you love is hurt. That's just being, oh well, you know what I mean. Ned, hold up. Looks like we're nearly... Oh. What's this? What the hell is that? Uh, maybe you should describe it for the tape. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, well, there's a small pond up here. Frozen over, of course. Mm-hmm. And I can't quite see it without my glasses, but is that what I think it is? There's a tree... 
at the end of the lake, right smack in the middle, and it's got a cow skull hanging from it, about, say, 30 feet high. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what that means? Not a clue. I feel like we shouldn't be here. You're right. We shouldn't. Let's head back, Ned. The sun's almost gone. Good call. You should warn the others to stay inside tonight. What's wrong? Nothing. As long as you stay inside. There's nothing to worry about. going to do that. (laughs) 
I got all of it. You, sh you should be okay. How do you know? Your, uh... Blood tastes normal again. Oh. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Addendum, Sam Bailey. February 8th, 2020, 5.03 a.m. We'll be leaving soon we were woken up last night by uh, by Ned carrying Kate back into the room there there was a lot of blood some screaming from Ren but thankfully Kate is fine now she could have died uh, Ned actually played the tape for us though he couldn't look us in the eyes while we listened to it, but I'm surprised he'd tell on himself like that. Now, surprised is an understatement. What he did on that tape is brutal, dark, and yet he saved Kate without hesitation. But those creatures that he killed, they... They didn't attack until they felt provoked. I have to wonder how much of Ned's old nature is still in there. He's been around a long time, worn a lot of different faces. Is this one starting to wear? He's replaced so many parts of himself, but... How much of that tar monster is still there beneath it all? Or is he becoming... something different, somehow? Are Kate and Ren ready? Uh, Ren's helping Kate change the dressing on her leg. They should be out soon. You're aware I have reasons to both completely trust and distrust you now. I suppose so. And I don't know which to believe. I don't suppose we could manage to have an actual conversation about this, could we? Help me save. 
Bill and Rob. Until then, I'll do my best to be a civil traveling companion. Episode 83, The Warning of the Wind. Starring Mike Kennedy as Edgar Morrison, Ezra J. Wayne as Ned LaRoe, Greg Vinciguerra as Scout, Chris Colmus as Father, Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, Virginia Spots as Kate Sheridan, and Sam Taylor as Ren Park. With original music by Jesse Hogan. Written and produced by Virginia Spots with delegating and sound design by Van Winkle. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and connect with us on Twitter at SheridanTapes and on Instagram at TheSheridanTapes. I'm Van Winkle. And I'm Virginia. This is Homestead on the Corner. And you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.